2: What? What up, Joe? Hey, Joe.
3: Testing, testing. Can you hear me?
0: Nurse, where's my nurse? You guys are all good. We're all good in the hood. Nurse? Does anybody hear my nurse? Nurse? I don't hear Proud Joe. Nurse? I don't think he's talking. No. Bullshit, motherfuckers. (laughs) There it is. Any thoughts on Iggy?
1: Oh, I mean, I, I heard him say today, talking to Raby, about putting in a lack of effort, so apparently that wasn't going to change after last week's conversation, nor would you expect it to change, I suppose, but I would, I, if I worked around somebody like that, I would have a real difficult time uh, looking at that person every single day, realizing that they don't give two shits, yet while Pete or Tim or whoever else happens to be there at least feigns some interest and at least, you know, spend a little bit of time, but, you know, fuck it, what do I know?
2: It's all about managing expectations. <laughs> That's right.
1: Yeah, yes, and if anybody has any expectations for him, uh, I, I feel very sorry for that person. <laughs>
0: there it is, Prod Joe's thoughts I, on Iggy. Oh, hold on, we're it. not done.
1: Couldn't do it. I, 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 honestly, I don't know how you do it. I really don't.
0: Well, yeah. I view Iggy as a great character on the program. I don't really know if anybody really is producing, per se, like when you were producing on the show. It's, it's a different era in the program.
1: Yeah, sure. I, I listen. I I, I thankfully <laughs> you do sound not like work. like the colonel right there.
0: He <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. It's like the colonel. Like, colonel, what do you think of Twitter? I think, I think it's great. Like, yeah, sure. sure
3: fuck off. It's basically the colonel's way of saying fuck off. A lot of similarities between the colonel and Brad Joe. You think so? Oh. Now that you're
0: mentioning it, that there is. They both get fired up, not necessarily positively.
3: Yeah, a lot of, lot yeah. of Joe doesn't humorality. really
0: care for our audience. The Colonel, I don't not, not sure how fond of his <laughs> audience he is. So yeah, I guess it's a kind of cuts both ways. Uh, hey, uh, welcome to the Pick Six Podcast. We always start with prod Joe, just right when Pete calls him, and we go right into it. We're in the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. I uh, am joined by the great gangster Pete G Unit. And uh producer Joe is on the phone lines, the Home Loan Expert, Ryan Kelly, online at the com. He has the Team Alec Golf Tournament coming up this Saturday. And uh if you are looking to buy a home or refinance, make sure you're doing business with the best in the business. Ryan Kelly, com. I have refinanced with him. Not only did it save me money on my payment, but it was incredibly easy. And I recommend everybody do business with Ryan Kelly, the com. Really good guy, and runs a hell of a business, the Home Loan Expert. Dot com. Let's take a look at the standings, boys. Uh, and here's what we got. Last week, uh, in what was uh, a, a real big surprise, I went 4-2. And two, and, uh, and that was the best of the week. And I thought that I had a game, and maybe I did have it. Producer Joe, you would remember this I feel like you're locked in. The, I thought I said take North Carolina against Florida State. So I'm like, oh, shit, I lost my lock again. But I lost my lock on the Rams against the 49ers, and I didn't even pick Florida State. North Carolina, do you remember that? I feel like
1: you. I feel like you. I know you mentioned it because I I think I. I uh, I said something along the lines of yeah, I like that too. But I think it was just kind of hey, I I feel like this is another game that's just kind of out there.
0: Okay, Um, good. Well, it didn't count against me, and I went four and two. Yeah, winning on Alabama minus six and a half, Texas A&M minus six and a half, the Falcons Vikings over fifty four and a half, the Ravens Eagles over a forty eight. And uh, lost on the Browns Steelers over fifty one, which I now looking at it, I would I would bet that again. And the Rams minus three and a half, mm-hmm. which was super squary and tip of the cap to G unit because his lock was the opposite of my lock. He went with the 49ers plus three and a half. Tip of the cap G unit, although you went two and four on the week. Um producer Joe went three and three, three and three, and Pete went two and four. So your standings at this point, I don't think I've won a lock, which is amazing. I'm 0 four unlocks. Uh the leader, Pradjo and Pete, tied at fourteen and ten. Uh G unit is in last at ten and fourteen. I am in third at eleven and thirteen. And uh Prod is three and one on his locks. You finally lost a lock last week, Pradjo, I guess. I did. The it, over on un- like un- the Wolves and Leeds.
1: Yeah, I uh that was a Monday game and uh Oh, so boy. many goal-scoring opportunities. It was a 1-1 game as we ain't finished, so I lost by the hook. But would have, uh, I would still bet that game if it was coming up this week. That's weird.
3: Who would volunteer betting a loser over and over again? Well,
0: you dipshit. You realize where <laughs> I'm going with this. <laughs> I just said I mean, it. Nobody said anything about it. Like Joe says almanac. it, and they just <laughs> pounce on him. Maybe I do have lemming privilege. Um, all right so uh that so do we go by who had the best week or yeah. who we had the standings? best week best week all yeah. right that means I'm yeah. going all right boys I'm going outside the box this week but I realized oh. I was looking at games that we allow minus 120s right
3: I think yep. that was the agreement yeah that was the limit. okay
0: then I'm sweetheart teasing from now on I'm sweetheart teasing oh wow uh by Boy, the way this is gonna be this is gonna be very difficult for me to fit into this
1: goddamn square oh thing. that's right it's yeah been, I know you're in but, the uh, I mean don't 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 change that, but yes. So you're going to be picking six four gamers?
0: That's correct.
1: (laughs) Six four gamers? (laughs) Well,
0: I don't know if I'm going six, but I have a few four gamers ready to go out of the gate. And then, like I do with my picks, I'll just scroll and find shit and say it. Uh, But by the way, I I like giving the audience, as I always say to Pete. Pete and I will be recording questions from the audience after this. I like to give people who listen to the podcast something that I don't give on TMA. And so I kind of save up some data. And we have some listeners who really dig into this. And this is some good stuff here. Uh, This gentleman, who just wants to go as BB, said this regarding Sweetheart Teasers. So I couldn't help myself. And by the way, 10 of the 12 games this past weekend. uh, And What happened in the uh, Monday night game? That probably went over. The
1: overall overall number was 14 and 2. All hit the overs. uh, On the Sweetheart Teaser?
0: On 12 points?
1: Yeah, I only used 12, so obviously 13 they would all hit. Uh, there were only two dead games that was Denver New England and uh, Miami and the Jets yeah. those were the two those were the two
0: dead games I'd the go under on the one. Jets all day long with sweetheart teasers I mean they just
3: can't do anything. I had their over one. in one of my sweetheart teasers oh no I can pick and, the losers the in this system God, God. I tell you it's tough what to find them <laughs> have to find them so anyway the closest, so so 14 and two is the, the that one. was the number
0: I didn't think all the teams played yeah. I don't think that's Party, right jokes. because I thought the Raiders were 12, off.
1: was the overs with 12 points. Okay. All right.
0: So, So, okay. 14. All right. So, yes, only two lost. Uh, Joe already cited them. Any game involving the Jets, then also the Patriots-Broncos game. Uh, So, this gentleman, BB, writes this in. So, I couldn't help myself and went down a rabbit hole with the sweetheart teasers. I went back through and compiled data, dating back some time to see if this year was truly an outlier. I compared this season to 2019 And an average for 2016 through 2019. This year is an obvious outlier in the data as we are only through six weeks compared to full seasons. And these numbers tend to regress to the mean as the last two weeks have shown. Additionally, I wanted to test the theory of it just being overs that have hit as opposed to teasing the other way to see if you could blindly bet the unders and end in the same result. General feeling is that Vegas is so sharp that moving a line in either direction by that much will end up just as profitable. With that all being said, here is the data. Uh, and this is based off of three-team 10-point teasers and four-team 13-point teasers. Um, And uh, see, he just says this. You don't have to read this part, but hopefully it's easy to digest. But the top chart shows the percentage of times the over is hit in 2020, 52%. The percentage of time teasing the total down by 10% is hit, 83%. And the percentage of time teasing the total down 13 points is hit 92% of the time. The percentage of times the the under has hit, 48%. The percentage of times teasing the total up 10 points has hit, 74%. And the percentage of time teasing the total up 13 points has hit, 82%. And it compares to 2019 and the average for the prior four seasons. The bottom chart shows the implied win percentage of teasers. If you just bet them blindly based on their covering percentage, you will see that for a three-team teaser to hit, you need to be above 80.6% to be profitable. And for a four-team teaser, you need to be above eighty-five point nine percent to be profitable. That really puts it in perspective. How how mm-hmm. much? I mean, you really have to be. You know, I mean, shit. Nine. So out of with a three-team, you're right there. Isn't? It, was it eighty percent? Yeah. Uh, as you've suggested, the data proves that the sweetheart teasers uh, are profitable for the first time in quite some time. These are generally the sucker bets they're intended to be. <laughs> To the casual better, moving a line 10 points and covering 76% over the last four years should be enough to be profitable. However, as you can see, the implied win percentage over the past four years would be below 50%, and again, Vegas would win as they always do. Finally, as a matter of context, betting the sweetheart over teasers blindly the last three weeks, either 10 or 13 points, would have not been profitable. Both were below their needing covering percentage. It is clear Vegas has adjusted as the average totals in NFL games are averaging three points higher in weeks four through six compared to weeks one through three in 2020. The average NFL total is now sitting 49.9 points for the last three weeks. The NFL total average for the entire 2019 season was 45, so it's gone up approximately just shy of 5% or 10%, excuse me. Anyway. I figured you'd enjoy the data and certainly something that I will continue to follow and send in if it helps the show slash podcast in any way. Love the show. And if you choose to read a name, please use my initials only, BB. So there is the knowledge on the sweetheart teaser. Uh, I did hit a sweetheart teaser this week. I only put one in, and it did happen to hit. I am going with them for my picks here to start. Pick six. Rams, Bears, over 33. Giants, Eagles, over 32 and a half. Lions, Falcons, under 68 and a half. And Kentucky, plus seven, at Missouri. Sorry, Gangster Pete. Sorry, Gangster Pete. But I don't buy into the LSU thing.
1: What was your Kentucky deal?
3: Kentucky, plus. Number? I get Kentucky, plus seven. I mixed Mizzou in with one of these sweetheart teasers when they played LSU. I learned the lesson the hard way. <laughs> Stick to over-unders in the system. In the NFL? Oh, yeah.
0: just like it is. Uh, <laughs> Kentucky's a pretty can, good can team. Can I read these back nice. to you?
3: Rams-Bears
0: over 30. Over. I'll do it, Jokes. I got it. Rams-Bears over 33. Giants-Eagles yeah. over 32.5. Lions-Falcons yeah. under 68.5. Yeah. I love that. That's interesting. I love that one, which means it's going to be a shootout, so I'll load it up in DraftKings. And Kentucky plus seven. That is my first pick.
3: <laughs> this is a shit <laughs> show. Oh my God. It's going to be an we hour. we got to bring the
0: weatherman back.
3: <laughs> I just read the weatherman's <laughs> picks. I'm only going to do
0: two sweetheart teasers just for the sake of time. Joe, you have them all? Yep. All right. A uh, second sweetheart teaser. Uh, I'm sticking with my cow. Uh, no, excuse me. I'm sticking with the Giants-Eagles over of 32 and a half. Love that. Uh, sticking with the Lions-Falcons under of 68 and a half. And I am now peppering in Cowboys Redskins over thirty-four. Really like that too. Uh and then the Packers Texans over a forty five. So uh What was the Cowboys over? Thirty four. Mm. All
1: right. <laughs> and Packers over
0: what? <laughs> forty five. They all sound great. All right, let's Thank read you. it.
1: Let's read those back because the people who are listening to this are also scribbling at the same time, not just for me. Yep. Well,
0: uh, I'm happy to do so. Uh Cowboys Redskins over 34, I'm sorry, Washington football team. Lions Falcons mm. under 68 and a half. Packers Texans over 45. Giants Eagles over 32 and a half. Yep. Uh all right, uh my picks Separate from Sweetheart Teasers. Cowboys <laughs> plus one. Cowboys plus one. Uh let's see. I'm scrolling and picking as I go. I'm going on to college here. TikTok, TikTok. Wow, Clemson's minus 46. Minus 46. <laughs> and they may cover that. And they may very well cover it. Uh, let's see. I will take Ohio State minus 26. Mm-hmm. And do I have another game? Yeah. Uh, Iowa minus three and a half. That's what I got. Those are my picks. <laughs>
3: I'm really interested to see how this is going to work out. For the Sweetheart Teaser play? Well, in the, big, in? the Big Ten plays. I was thinking that maybe the dogs in those Big Ten matchups coming out of the gate would be the bet. I got one. You got a dog in the Big Ten? Yeah. Because I, specifically, I was looking at that Penn State-Indiana Indi- line. What is that, like 21 or something? It's six, six and, and a, a half. half. Six and a half. That's Holy kind crap. of weird.
0: Uh, let's see. Who's up next? Me. Pretty good job. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: Uh, all right, we're going to go with uh, first game, Friday, 2 o'clock. So we have a Friday kickoff in the Premier League. Uh, Leeds and Villa over three. That will be my first game. Uh, second game, 11.30 on Saturday, over three with Chelsea and United. And then Sunday at 9 o'clock, over three of Everton and Southampton. Next up, uh, Steelers-Titans over 51.5, and and then finally Browns minus three uh, at Cincinnati.
0: Prod Joe is in. Prod Joe is officially in. Before we go to G-Unit, I'd like to tell the audience about, uh, or is it Gangster Pete? I don't.
2: It's Gangster Pete.
0: Uh, James Carlton, 314-961-4800, or go online at carltoninsurance.net. He is my insurance agent, and I recommend him to our audience. He is in Webster Groves. He is a state farm agent. He continues to grow his staff because they focus on making sure their clients have the best customer service, and they do. It's James Carlton, 314-961-4800. or we'll go online at carltoninsurance.net. James Carlton is who introduced me to Jim Rogers of Restoration One. Jim Rogers of Restoration One of Central St. Louis. He is online at restoration one com. If you ever have any water damage to your home, Make sure that you go online at Restoration One RestorationOneofCentralStLouis.com and do business with the great Jim Rogers. Uh, that's who saved the day for us when our basement flooded. He will save the day for you. Restoration One of Central St. Louis, Jim Rogers. All right, uh, Gangster Pete, the floor is yours. No, brother, get it ready.
2: That's the
0: fact. <laughs> Brad Joe doesn't like this. Wow. Get it ready. Wow.
2: All the big, big, big. Big, let
0: Dude, me, let, me, let me take you... Pete, this
1: was before your time. Yeah, Um, this is
0: TMA history. You're about to get uh, schooled.
1: You are. Uh, It would have been September of 2007. Uh, We had an anniversary party, or it was two years at that point, but still an anniversary at 15, at 19th and Locust. And it was the unveiling of a show that was about to begin uh, on 1380. And that is the song that everybody came out to upstairs uh, as the introduction to the show. (laughs) Yep. And and, and the the unveiling. I I didn't realize
0: we brought it out then. Wow. That's right. Mm
2: -hmm. That's what (sighs) boxers come out to after they have a tough loss. So, you know, I'm getting back up off the mat this week. Wow.
0: So So that was 2007, Prod Joe. Yeah, it's been brought out a few times. It's been going on a long time, hasn't it? That kind of puts it in perspective how long it's been going on. All right, uh, Gangster Pete, you have your uh you have your song, your intro. Go ahead, do your thing. All right. Last week we uh, started out in the fun belt. We got
2: a win with Eastern Carolina. We're heading back out to the fun belt on Thursday night game. We've got Arkansas State at Appalachian State. Uh Arkansas State's defense is terrible. Uh the coach fired two defensive coaches last week after the la- after their game. Uh they gave up a, there's 111 total points in their game with Georgia State. They've blown past the total of sixty-seven which I am taking the over of in the Arkansas State-Appalachian State game over 67. Next, we're going to play Friday's game. Friday, we got Tulsa versus UCF. Uh, Tulsa has a really good defense. Uh, they held UCF to 26 points. UCF is a juggernaut on offense. Uh, normally, this would be a letdown week for Tulsa after such a big win, but they had a COVID week off, so I think they'll be ready for UCF. UCF is 1-4 straight up and 1-4 and against the spread. I'm taking Tulsa minus ten and a half.
1: It'd be interesting if Tulsa was playing UCF, but instead they're playing South Florida.
2: Oh my goodness! They're playing USF, is what I mean. It's written on my sheet. Yeah. They're the one in 14. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Joe. No. I appreciate
3: it. Show prep.
2: No problem. La- la- I, mean, I know who I'm betting. I was
1: betting against USF. G Unit had no idea who or didn't who or who did and did not get fired previous week. So that sure came back to bite me, huh? We
3: were right about that.
2: So for my next pick, we're going to go out to the Big Ten. We're going to take the dog, uh, Indiana, plus 6.5 versus Penn State. Penn State stud linebacker opted out for the season. Their secondary is their weakness. uh, They were 13th in the Big uh, Ten last year. Indiana has a ton of offensive firepower. They're loaded on offense. I think they have enough to stick with. Penn State, plus 6.5. I think Penn State gets a little extra because of the name on their their uniform. So I'm taking Indiana, plus 6.5. And then my next two picks will come from the same game. We've got South Carolina plus six and a half at LSU. I'm taking South Carolina plus six and a half and I'm taking the over 55 and a half. Uh, South Carolinas starting to play good ball. LSU I don't I, I gotta see the defense stop anybody before I think that they can. So I think South Carolina will stay with six and a half they're good at takeaways and it's gonna go over 55 and a half. I think that number is really low. So those are my five picks. Arkansas State, Appalachian State, over 67. Tulsa, minus 10.5 against USF. Indiana, plus 6.5 versus Penn State. And South Carolina, plus 6.5 and over 55.5.
3: There it is, G-Unit. The floor is yours. Uh, I love Dallas, plus one at Washington. Is that one of your picks, Tim? Yeah, it was. You know, I, I, watching Dallas and how, and how bad they were over the weekend, I, I promised myself not to to take them the rest of the year. But this line, this matchup particularly, is, is very interesting because – Washington went for two at the end of that game uh, against the Giants, and they did not get it. And usually, uh, there's some sort of a response to such a move at this point in the season because they're kind of either throwing in the towel or they're making a run for it. And when they were one and four, went for two, didn't get it, they went to one and five, and that was against a very bad New York Giants team. I think that their momentum may have been thrown in reverse. Obviously, Dallas doesn't have much momentum. But anyone can win this division, and they've got more of an incentive now after what Washington did last week. So I'll take the Red Rifle plus Red one. Rifle. Uh, Pittsburgh minus two at Tennessee. Love it. Yeah, I, I love this bet too. You know, I, I think the Titans may be the most overrated 5-0 and team of all time. I mean, their wins, one point versus uh, Minnesota, three points versus Jacksonville, two points versus Denver. So they have one big win against the Bills, which looked amazing. What was that? Was that a Thursday night football game? Uh, It it was during the week, and it was a a, a great game. But KC kind of exploited Buffalo last week, so that win's not even what it was. I mean, Pittsburgh has got good wins, and they're dominant. So I like them to run uh, all over Tennessee and Tennessee. They may win by double digits. New England minus 2.5 at home versus the 49ers. I think both these teams are underrated, uh, and San Francisco is certainly better than the record, but I think New England is too. Uh, but the last time Bill Belichick lost three in a row, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't care to do the research, but I imagine it was a very, very long time ago. Uh, so if you're going to only give me two and a half, if I got it win by a field goal, I'll take him uh, certainly at home to Belichick's not losing three in a row. Kansas City Denver 47 over. Love this game. And I would love to include this in a sweetheart teaser too. Bring it down to nice. thirty seven. This Kansas City offense is obviously the Kansas City offense. But we also got Drew Locke back for the Broncos. He looked kind of like shit last week, but he did eke <laughs> out a win. Um and he had missed a couple weeks in a row. So we expect expect them to be a little bit better, and um, and all they need, I think, Denver is to put up about 17 points to get that cover, because you can expect Kansas City's 30. So if you
2: need a field goal, Drew Lock's your guy.
3: Yeah, well, that is that is something else. Huh? I I mean, what did he have? He he, he had uh, what 200 yards, two picks, but they got the win. So you you play to win football games in the NFL, Pete. Uh, but I expect them to have <laughs> a much better game this week. 47 over should be easy. Cincinnati plus three versus Cleveland. Uh, that's opposite Joe, and I I love the bet, and I love it's opposite Joe because I think Joe's pick is about as square as it gets. Uh, this, Here we <laughs> go. The second game in, in Joe Burrow's NFL career in, in September was against uh, these Cleveland Browns, and, and he dropped over 300 yards, and they lost by five, 35-30. So they're playing him. Uh, for the second time this season, and Baker is is questionable due to his ribs, and boy, did he look terrible last week against Pittsburgh, and he just got rocked. So even if he does play, um, he's just kind of timid out there at this point, and, and Burrow's looking up and up. I love Cincinnati to win the game, certainly at plus
0: three. G-Units picks are in. Mungun great sponsor here of the Tim McKernan Show podcast, St. Louis Acura at uh, 270 and Mason, just a little west, and Alton Toyota. It's where I got my whip. Recommend Munganast to our audience, and great to have them aboard here as well. Munganast, and incredible selection of over 200 pre-owned vehicles. Great to have Munganast on board, and Design Air Heating and Cooling, online at designairservice.com. They're doing a free furnace tune-up for all frontline workers here in 2020. Teachers, nurses. Everybody who has helped out in a time like we have been experiencing here in 2020, Seth Goldcamp is going out of his way to offer a free furnace tune-up for the winter. Teachers, nurses, doctors, law enforcement, firefighters, free furnace tune-up. How can you find out about it? Go to designairservice.com, designairservice.com. And Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies is a wonderful sponsor of the Pick 6 podcast. He's online at evergreenstl.com. His number is 314-889-0503. It has been a year in which people's finances have been all over the place for a wide variety of potential reasons or perhaps a couple of reasons. Make sure that this unique year is being handled properly with the right planning, and that's where Mark Hanna can come into play. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. Mark Hanna, Evergreen wealth strategies. Ladies and gentlemen, my lock of the week, which I am winless on so far in 2020, I will go under Falcons and Lions. I included it in the sweetheart teaser. <laughs> I just think the new coaching situation in Atlanta has led them to change up the way they're going about things and I don't see the Lions being able to put up that many points going with it. So I just don't think these teams are going to put up 30 apiece, and that's kind of what needs to happen in order we going to cover to go over 56 and a half. So I'm going under. Lions and Falcons. I don't like going under, but I'm going under. Lions and Falcons. Uh, project.
1: Uh, I, I'm going to offer a brief rebuttal to to G Unit and him jerking off and him jerking <laughs> off the Bengals, mm. which shouldn't surprise you. Uh, but let's just go with this. The uh, wait, wait, wait. It shouldn't, team, <laughs>
3: it's, it shouldn't surprise you that I'm jerking off the Bengals. <laughs> is that, is that something that I do regularly?
1: The Bengals. And, and, and it's going to be very specific because you were talking about Baker Mayfield. But the Bengals, you uh, probably did not realize, are giving up an average of 5.1 yards per rush this season. Nice. That would place them at, at 30th in the league. Oh, but let's look at this. Look at the Cleveland Browns. They average 5.2 yards per carry this season. That's good for third in the league. So even if Baker's not great, they're going to be able to run. With the monsters that they have, that they can hand the ball off to G unit. Wow, that's a matchup uh,
3: nightmare just, for for what I had said. Wow, you just blew yeah. my fucking I mean, mind.
1: I, Sarcasm. I, 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 expect, <laughs> oh I expect I expect nothing less from your cherry picking of statistics to uh, to, to get to where you wanted to go. Um, but neither here nor there. I just had a brief rebuttal. Uh, I'm actually on one of Tim's plays for my lock. I'm on Ohio State minus 26. I think they're going to absolutely blow the doors off of Nebraska. And they've got a little bit of uh, perception work to do while the SEC has been playing for a few weeks. That's
0: my reasoning, Joe. first
1: time out. Yep. Is that it's all about style points. Do I think it's going to matter when it's all said and done? No, because I think Ohio State's going to end up in the playoff. But it's just perception, and that's it. I I think they're going to come out and shit all over Nebraska – on top of it, Nebraska, when all this was going on and the Big Ten was going to cancel their season, Nebraska was the name that was always floated around of trying to find a place to play. Reflects very poorly on the Big Ten, and there may or may not end up being a couple of calls that might be close at going against them here.
3: Mm. Oh, wow. Suspicious.
0: Suspicious. All right, uh, game. All right, for my lock of the week, I'm heading to my
2: old stopping grounds in Columbia, Missouri. We've got Kentucky. Oh my God! At Mizzou, look at the look on GU's face. Nice. He right. can't believe he's going to do it. I just don't know which way he's going to go. It's, oh, it's, it's, you know where he's going. It's to be homecoming in Columbia. Uh, there's going to be a parade. There's going to be lots of people hanging out downtown. And my lock of the week is Kentucky minus five at Mizzou. <laughs> Kentucky minus five.
0: Kentucky minus five. Oh, my God. I, I said a couple weeks ago that
2: Kentucky was the best 0-2 team you in the country. You did say that. Since then, they've gone 2-2. Two two. They've given up nine points They've gone 2-0 to go 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, they've given up nine points total in two SEC games, uh, while the Mizzou D has given up 38 points a game. I think that the Kentucky D is going to give the rookie quarterback a little trouble, and Whoa. I think they're going to be able to score enough to cover the five. I
0: tip my cap against your feet. I thought
2: I mean, he was going all listen, I'm tra- the way. I'm trying to thing. win this shit. I don't uh, like picking yeah. against my boys, but... This is a week where uh, I think they uh, have some growing pains. So I'm going Kentucky minus five
0: oh, oh, oh. at the Tigers. How about that? You That's have
3: a cap. I respect that. Really grown these last yeah, couple years. Yeah, you're all grown up right? and you're all grown up. Remember the days when he used to, like, cry when people would talk shit on Barry Odom? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean,
0: I mean, I still will. Boy, this is crazy how different things are. All
3: right, here comes a Bengals take. <laughs> well, no, that my pick was Kentucky minus five wow! at Mizzou. Wow, wow, wow. And you know I don't like it as much. Anymore. Yeah, and and you know it's amazing how often I am on the opposite side of Mizzou uh, winners. You know, like when they win, I bet I bet against them, and then vice versa. But this it, it's usually a sucker's bet if you look at the past similar opponents. You know, right. Uh, but this is just so blatant. So, what similar opponents? Like? Tennessee is oh, Tennessee. just the one that jumps out at you. I mean, it, I was I, thinking Alabama, LSU, and I forgot all about the Tennessee thing. I mean, just last week that uh, was really surprising Kentucky beat. To me. I mean, they I killed them. That, at, that, at that really, really surprised. Thirty-four to seven, and then we know what we did at Tennessee just just less than three weeks ago, twelve to thirty-five. So, uh, I just think that God, this, you first
0: person pluraled it and you inverse scored it all in one thing. That was a great tribute to KOMU. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Wait, what did I say? What did I say? We're told that the journalism school, you know, the major to not go into, to never, when you're talking about a team you cheer for, call them we, because it indicates. Now, I realize <laughs> this, is a, this is a circle jerk podcast, so it's not any semblance of journalism anyway. And then secondarily, to give the score, you know, like they lost whatever it was, 35 to 12, and you said we lost 12 to 35. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, <laughs> the inverse score. You
3: know, Tony Messenger taught me J105.
0: Oh, you were in the journalism school?
3: I w- oh I ended up dropping out, but yeah, I mean I got I yeah. was in it. And now you're <laughs> in a nice
2: career. <laughs> I, I went to the first class. They said, "Look around. These are the people you're going to spend the next two years with."
3: And I never went back. It was an amazing thing. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was all pumped up about it, and you know I still I still really like to read and, and write. I, I get the newspaper. You guys were talking about that the other day. I get the, the paper edition of the of the post, but uh, it was amazing how how nerdy these people were with regard to writing. <laughs> It, they would go to Shakespeare's and talk about the front I page not, of the New
0: York Times. Not because I'm so cool or anything like that, but I just I didn't fit it. I don't know what it was. Why it didn't fit in. I just. That's why. I, I mean, guess, they would. They I would don't say, know. Hey, it Tim, do you, you want to? Five minutes to pick up on that. <laughs> no, Do you want to go
3: talk about the the uh, op-ed section of the New York Times from last Thursday? No. <laughs> it was. It, no, was it was something else. But most of them were
0: out of state, at least in the broadcast sequence. I right. mean, me and Gabe, I think, for real. Uh, who's the girl that's now on entertainment? At least she was. I mean, every state was the in the country is represented there. Is Michelle hey, Turner? No, not hey, K. Did she go to journalism school? Uh, I don't know. I just know she went to Missouri. Yeah. And Anna, Anna Marie, we were just talking about her the other day. Uh, I was one of Anna Marie's good friends. She's uh, busy now. She does that entertainment to, show in a the, the Joe, show. I remember hearing her on with you when you were doing one of your midday yeah. shows. I don't know if it was Nick and the Badger or the one to three show and texting you. One to three. And I said, Who is this girl? She is outstanding. And I had never heard her before. She was outstanding. She was like giving you shit, but she was really knowledgeable and just good. Now look at her. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Didn't somebody say she went to St. Joan of Arc as well?
0: Uh she's from that neighborhood. Oh, that's where my mom went. She was I you know she's from that neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, that's not her, you know, that's a stage oh. name. But uh yeah, she uh yes. she was a waitress at Willie's with Anna Marie. It was one of her good friends. I don't know oh, if they were I don't know if they were girl yeah.
3: frat uh, sisters. Anna Marie was a waitress at Willie's.
0: She was. I worked there for a little bit. Is that right? Huh? What are you trying to say? <laughs>
3: did <laughs> you <laughs> fuck my wife? Wow. No, we did not. We didn't work at the same time. Joe
0: Theismann the <laughs> and G-Unit.
3: Yeah, Joe Theismann and G-Unit. Just cocking your life. Yeah. Oh, wow, that was fantastic.
0: <laughs> that was, it was a take, I believe, on Mel Gibson, give
3: me back my son from Ransom. You just looked at me dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you were trying to piece uh, oh, it all together right there. God, the best wings there. I mean
0: I the Willie's wings uh,
3: are the tits. So, so and then
0: the the cottage fries.
3: CJ's wings.
0: Did they, like they had a stable of waitresses that I think they did? Yeah. They had a nice stable of waitresses there, there when you. I was there, and I'm a few years older than you guys, and I'm a few years older than Anna Marie. And apparently the move was and I never did this shit, but I was never ever. It's probably why I've only been in relationships like for the last twenty five years. Where I would like fire on lasses, but like they would leave a tip and then leave their phone number on oh. the tip. And I guess that is <laughs> she was, got that a lot? Oh yeah.
3: And that was like We got a friend that still does that. that was,
0: <laughs> right, is that <it> Deebs? Yeah, Deeves <laughs> yes. oh. does it. Oh. <laughs>
3: God, I'm a big fan of Deebs. <laughs> yeah, I mean it is And he what he, he, he might put, leave he an like, awkward note. Too. He puts <laughs> like a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> you have beautiful <laughs> eyes. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> <Debs>. <laughs> call me hit me Debs. up god this deebs guy needs oh. his own show we'll take a ride to columbia yeah deebs and, and biff could could do a good show together oh that would be awesome
0: Debs. uh joe any other thoughts on oh, we, the do we have anything else to yeah. do or that well, no no I, I, I do have a couple of thoughts okay uh, it's gonna go back to iggy i guess
1: no, absolutely not. It has to go with that shithead uh, Pete who's sitting in there. Is oh that, wow!
0: What did I do, Caster
1: Pete? Since since Tim, you brought up your wife. I, I tend to try to stay away from everybody's significant others, but you just brought her up, and you're talking about Willie. Then last week you brought her up, which led me into a story that I felt was selectively uh, edited. That was played on Thursday morning, talking about <laughs> oh my,
3: the uh, my, oh my, the anal bleeding. The <laughs> oh. bleeding. Yeah. I mean, like, Speaking of your wife. That's like... <laughs> like
1: well, no, I'm not the one who brought it up last week, but I, I just felt as though I just felt it wasn't, though it, the way it was presented was like, hey, we're doing the, the podcast. <laughs> and, hey, guys, let me let me tell you about what happened while I was working out in my gym shoes. Like, I just I feel <laughs> as though there should be at least a little bit of context put to why it was brought up.
2: Well, right. you know, you we,
1: didn't what do, do we it? talk? Do we talk okay. about on TMA
3: or on here? I don't even yeah, we, what on we, we talked about it on
2: here, and then we, we played we, the clip on TMA. <laughs> and
3: you played it quick, like one of the first things the next morning. It's like I can't wait to get to it. <laughs> <get to, laughs> <get to, laughs> I can't wait <laughs> to, it. Get, to it. get to the. Well, Hale, uh, Joe, Joe
2: says there's no producing, like, but I mean, <laughs> uh, apparently, I'm giving the people what they want.
3: <laughs> well, no, no.
1: I, I, I be careful. I was not the one who said there's very limited production work on the show. I said that the person that you have to sit around every single day. Proudly proclaims that he spends no time working on the show. Tim was the one who said it the other day, but I, I just felt as though there should at least be some context brought into it. It wasn't as though I offered up something to the masses well, Let's, let's, it let's brought put brought in context. To, to
2: be honest, when we were playing it, I was hoping that you'd respond on this. So I,
3: I was just playing to see, well, and you've, you've it's grown. To now fruition. that you've well, it's, it's there, you've ripped that scab off, Joe. Mm. Let's, let's talk a little bit about it. What, what type of clothes are you wearing that are that has such a, a rough? <laughs> tag that would cause you to draw blood especially I mean, in the athleisure space
1: i, I said they, were, they weren't leisure they were they were athletic wear shorts uh here let me go down with like a like a, see.
3: a razor i mean a razor sharp tag no
1: they were they were brand new shorts g unit i had just purchased them and so it was the first time i was working out in them they're nike shorts uh i just got a find them, but, uh, you, still have yeah, I mean, it's, that have you gotta rip bleeding? the
3: tag off. You, I mean, cause you've got really well, this, sensitive skin the, right <laughs> around your, your, tailbone and butt area. It
1: like everybody has it just, it was my tailbone. It was not my rectum. I mean, like, and that's once again, <laughs> well, uh,
3: you know, if you have a soft it, it, skin it, area around the, the, the anus, I you shouldn't have tags like that. Because it, well, it gives off the wrong TV impression once you cut yourself.
1: The tag <laughs> is gone now. Thank you. The tag is gone now. But they were brand new shorts. I wore them to to work out in the morning. And while doing abs, it rubbed up against my tailbone, not my asshole, just to be very clear.
3: We got a new clip uh, for tomorrow morning.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I know you I know you can't say asshole, so if you're going to put this in there, I'm going to make you edit out asshole. There you go. will ass- oh. it out. You'll it oh out. No, wow. To push a
3: button edit it. <laughs> 4D chess on that one. He says words that cannot <laughs> yep. be played. It's a good move. Oh. It's a shrewd play. <laughs>
1: uh, but there's
3: just there should have been context placed on it. That's
1: it. Not here. Not And once again, not my asshole that was bleeding. And my asshole <laughs> has not bled.
0: It is my tailbone, I thought you were wearing linen my pants. Asshole. That's the thing I remember. You were wearing linen
1: pants. Well, we were in spring training, and that was when... Uh, that was the
3: first time. That, that was, that was a piece of remember. equipment. That was uh, gym equipment, right? That cut your, your butthole that time.
1: <laughs> you know, it was my tailbone, once again. Uh, not my asshole. And uh, uh, So, yeah, my, my asshole has never bled. And, and honestly, like, this shouldn't be used on the show. <laughs> well, I mean, on the um, fucking podcast.
3: The podcast
1: is different than the radio show. And it wasn't my asshole uh,
0: that was bleeped. I mean, but this is going to be a bleep central. He is really it is, making a You're putting Iggy you to work here to make him bleep all this out. <laughs> I'm the one that does it. It's just oh, pushing oh, a button. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah I, I, very I
1: know how simple. simple it is. I still have to I have audio stuff, and it's very simple. You highlight and you insert beats. It's not all that difficult. But I actually have it set up uh, already. <laughs> oh, good for you. But it, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. It, it, if it's going to be presented, it needs to be presented with context. So That's are you it. asking it to are be real- replayed
3: with this played no. before no, it? it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then we're gonna we're gonna go back a week. Uh, and last Thursday, we uh, we did play this audio clip presented without context. Um, and we oh, would like also, to include some
0: say, context so Joe can explain. <laughs> that's I, I think that's,
1: also, that's I, fair. Uh, that's fair. Also, I, uh, I am on uh, Webb Simpson this weekend in the Zozo Championship. Oh, wow. Weber kettle, Weber kettle
0: going Weber Kettle. Plus
1: 1,700 to plus 2,000, depending upon which, uh, which book you're getting it at.
0: The so, Weber Kettle. Um,
1: yeah, I like the Weber Kettle. like right, Terrell Hatton. Good player. Playing really, really
0: well. I throw 25 uh, bucks yeah. on Adam Long uh, every week. And I just Dude, throw it away. You used yeah. to
1: do that with Luke List, too, didn't you? I
0: know. After, ever since Luke List should have won uh, the Honda and I was there, I'm like, oh, he's going to break through and I'm going to hit. And Luke List is fighting for status now. It goes uh, fast, Jack. Uh, it goes uh. fast. All right, producer Joe, uh, thank you so much, as always. Thank you, G Unit. Thank you, Gangster Pete. Uh, Pick six from the com studios presented by all of our great sponsors, Ryan Kelly, Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, in addition to Jim Rogers of Restoration One, and Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies for Gangster Pete, 4G Unit, for Producer Joe, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been another edition of the Pick Six podcast on the Tim McKernan Show.
2: Peloton, let's go.